The following is an exclusive Disruption Network production. In the heart of East Utica lies Joey's at 307. That's 307 Mohawk Street. It's where the eclectic old school meets the new school cuisine. Dine in and enjoy some amazing seafood dishes, classic Utica Italian dishes, a revolving dinner menu, and even offering catering. Call them at 315-864-3527. Joey's at 307. You're going to love it. Support for this podcast is brought to you by BallWash.com. Stay protected from odors and itch. The essential must-have product to keep your crotch fresh. Feeling good and smelling great throughout the day and throughout your workouts. Remember, guys, the fun doesn't have to stop in the shower. Get the funk off your junk. Use the promo code members only and get 15% off all your sales. Use promo code members only for 15% off. Again, that's ballwash.com. Members only for promo code for 15% off. Looking to sell your vehicle? Contact the United Auto Wholesale Team. We'll buy it. Old or new, car, truck, SUV, van, call to set up an appointment. Then stop in, make the sale, and get instant payment. Sell your vehicle to United Autos Wholesale Team. everybody we're back it's local music monday in full effect i hope you're enjoying your monday it is me z and joining me as always justin smithson hi justin hey how you doing bud i'm doing great how about you good good we're tired but you know we're joined today by nick vanderwood before we get in anything much love to my sponsors thank you to united auto sales stop up at 4994 commercial drive in yorkville and see why it's easy to do business with united united check out their inventory online shout out to eja moving services the professional movers when you're ready to move and relocate hit up eddie and his staff at 315-335-0516 they'll pretty much move anything anywhere anytime any place, whatever. They're great. Awesome service. And they'll move pretty much, like I said, anything. They'll move an elephant. They'll move your zoo. They'll move your studio. They'll move your band equipment. They'll move your grandmother. They'll move pretty much anything. They'll move your college student to their dorm room, whatever. Give them a call today, 315-335-0516. I had an amazing meal this past weekend at Joey's at 307. Shout out to the Grabsky family. Happy birthday to Michelle. They got my good friend Anthony Dardano in the in the kitchen now. It's top-notch. It's always been top-notch. If you want a good seafood meal or you want an East Utica classic Italian meal or if you need catering, they have lunch now. They serve alcohol. They're doing some big things over at Joey's at 307. It's 307 Mohawk Street. 315-864-3527. Make yourself a reservation. They fill up pretty damn fast. Thank you to Billy the Liquor Guy. He's got a book out there called Under Too Long. Check it out on Amazon or wherever you get your books. Thank you to Utica Coffee, Saranac Brewery, my attorney Dave Longaretta and Ballsy, ballwash.com. Use promo code yes. members only for a 15% discount. It's cool to see Ballsy out there on the national circuit. I know. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. And you know what? I'm like, my boys. You know, I feel like I've, I came up on the ground level, you know? Like, you did. You know, I was like, I've been, 
You know, yeah, you just discovered ballsy. I, I've been doing that for like two years, man. Been, What's up? I've been nut rubbing yeah, for a while. Yeah, I've been nut rubbing like crazy, man. Uh, Wait, nut- that didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to try it. Oh, my God. You have no Like, guys, you have no idea what you're missing. I mean, really, it's like. I got to hit them up for sp- for samples. Yeah, because, like, I still, I like, I, I'm almost done. Like, I got, like, the outside of the of the one you gave me left. Like, yeah, and I'm just kind of trying to like the outer rim. Trying yeah, to save I'm some. trying to save some. Uh-huh. Just you know, like gently. Never mind. I can't. Even, I can't even do this. I can't do it with a, with a straight face. It gently, just doesn't work. The outer rim. A yes. lot of good vocabulary. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's a job. It's with the rim. It's a job with the rim. To, it really is. It is. A little swoop and a dupe, and you're good, man. I'm telling you, nut rub is amazing. I absolutely love it, though. In all seriousness, I mean, it's you know. It's great in the wintertime. It's great in the summertime, especially, man. The summertime, it's like, oh, my God. I mean, for, for me, being a cover musician, you know, outside in the in the uh, heat and the elements, sometimes it gets a little uh, swampy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to get personal with you for a All second right. here. Last week, I haven't been on the show because I've been busy at the Stanley yep. for like five days in a row over there, which yeah. has been awesome. But by the third day, I forgot to put my nut rub on. Mm-hmm. And... I started to chafe a little bit. Yeah. Dude, when I'm at the Stanley, I do 25,000 steps. Yeah. That's like really? an average. You're sweating. You're sweating. Oh, you're getting, yeah. It's like you're getting, not, yeah. I'll do yep. nine miles on my feet alone. I'll go up and down the stairs 30 times. It's ridiculous. But by the third day, I didn't have any nut rub. I forgot to bring it with me. Oh. And I, the next day, I had to throw it on. Instantly cured. Yep. Absolutely. Instantly. So I'm like, I'm addicted to nut rub. Yeah, I am I'm too. I think to I am it. too. <laughs> Might as well face it. <laughs> you, I believe you. <laughs> you got to write a song. Write yeah. them a jingle. It's so funny. Yeah, it was so funny. We just lost seven viewers after this. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like, uh, on my end, it looked like we gained seven. <laughs> we did, actually. <laughs> hey, our boy Tim Moyer's checking, and he's saying, happy the boys are back on Monday. So Justin has a rim job with Ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's such a, I don't even care anymore. I'm just, I'm coming right out with it. Nope. I don't care. I'm in love with Nut Rub. Me too. It's great. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I got to try this, yeah. I guess. You do. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Once I get samples, I want to pass them out to all my friends. I definitely want to get samples before summertime hits. Yeah. Because... I want to put a sign up behind me. You, yeah. I do. I want a sign up behind me so every time I'm on, it's nut rub. Nut it's rub. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> they need something for your head, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll well, be are honest. Are you saying with... I'm glary? Yeah. You're saying I'm glary, aren't I? I'm yeah. glary. Well, I just, I'm freshly bicked today, so. <laughs> and plus, we uh, we here on the Disruption Network, uh, we can't afford to make up artists yet, so we're working on it. Right, right. Get on, get on, in, on Twitch and start, you know. Sending us some money and shit. So I'll tell you, man. Kelly makes fun of me because I'll put the nut rub on and then I'll put a little bit on my wrist and maybe mm-hmm. a, just a swoop on the neck or something. Because it, you know, it's it smells good. It's cologne. I don't yeah. wear cologne, so I want to smell Forest Fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got this Forest Fresh. I got the other one. That's like. Uh... The hell is it? The, the oh, blue one. The, yeah, I forgot. It's just like the natural scent or something. Yeah, I don't right? even care. Yeah, it still smells yeah, good. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> anyway, who's on the show again? I think oh, it's hey, Nick. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your weekend, Justin? Did you have a good weekend? Was yeah, it, I mean, you it was... played a lot? I did. I played a lot. Yeah. I played uh, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wow, busy. So wow. it was busy. And, and, you know, I still had a voice at the end of Saturday night, which made me really happy because this winter has not been, been friendly for me vocally. It's yeah. been, uh, you know, lots of dryness and lots. I had COVID earlier in January. So uh, that, I mean, it's, mm. you know, um, I have the problem with um, uh, when I get sick, I, I lose my voice after. 
I get sick, so I get sick the whole time I'm sick. But uh, I've come to find out when you have a kid, you don't get over anything. It's just one sickness rolls into another, rolls into another, rolls into another because he just keeps coming home and giving you shit. And I'm like, Ugh. and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm taking like 55 multivitamins a day. I mean, what what else can I do here? You know what I mean? I'm yeah. trying, you know, but uh, you know, so I'm working through. But this is the, this has been knock on wood the longest I've gone without being sick all year so far. <laughs> knock on that wood, wow. buddy. Yeah, knock on that wood. How you doing, bud? You got new music coming out. Oh, dude, you I'm released so the single not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. And then you're uh, working with our boy Adderman at Big Blue and putting, That's right. putting an album together. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, the single "Little Vacation," um, I wrote it right at the beginning of the pandemic, and I, I, people might have read the story, but I wanted to wait to record a music video until I could go on vacation, mm-hmm. which is what I did, probably like a year and a half later. And I met up with one of my friends in uh, California, and um, that was something I did on my own. I did in my own little studio, the band room, um, where all the Tramp Jet practices are. Yeah, you know. And um, would that be considered Barney's Quadrant too? It, you know. I guess you could say, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say I that. I guess like we, the we, whole house yeah. would be considered Barney's Barney, Quadrant. It is Barney, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and it was made in there, so might as well, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, so I do a lot of things on my own, but right now with Adderman, it's amazing, you know? Um, to be able to record all the instruments this time is just so fun for me because, like, like we were talking about earlier, you know, singing and guitar has been a thing. That, it's always been something I do and I've gotten better at. But, like, I, the first instrument I ever learned was drums. Drums, yeah. And, um, of course, bass came after all that. It made me realize, whoa, bass is just drums with some notes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, sure. like, to be able to, to just focus on drums and then focus on bass, is, yeah. which is what we're doing right now, is, like, so fun. That's so cool. It, it's, you know, especially, like, music that you write on your own and is very rhythmically driven. You know, I feel like I'm going back to my roots mm-hmm. and I'm combining the... The vocal and guitar, you know, I've spent so much time on that. To be able to combine it all now is just so satisfying. Yeah. So. Working with Adam, Adderman, what do you think is the best piece of advice he's given you so far? Oof. Oh, the best advice? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to choose from, I'm sure. Get away from the anima- oh, Adamantian well, kid. <laughs> yeah. <kidding>. Cheetos. <laughs> Cheetos. <laughs> You'd call them Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, the, probably the best advice would be... Like, oh, you know, you're, you're thinking too much about it. Like, pretty much, you know, I, I, I second guess a take. You know, like, that was fine. It's like two, two takes is all you need. And I'm thinking I need to do, like, maybe three more to get warmed up. Mm-hmm. But so he kind of makes me step back. I might be over critical of how I perform. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the best advice. Because when I'm working on my own, I, I, I still have that Adam and head, you know, voice sure. in my head. So that, that's always talking to me like no no no, that was fine that was yeah. fine so you move on i feel like you're more you're you're just better at recording that way because you're not mm. you, you spend less time on things that you, you don't need to spend so much time on right so plus there is a yeah. thing that he taught me too called ear fatigue and uh it's i mean it's a real thing i mean you get you get going and, and the more you sing something over and over and over again 
uh, you start to hear it differently, you know. So like like he like he said to you before, and he said to me too. It's the the two take thing, you know. I mean, like if you can't really get it down in two takes, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, it's not going to get any better. You're going to start changing things. Yep. You're going to start maybe maybe you did a uh, a vocal fill one way, and then all of a sudden you change it, and then you're like, all right, I, and, and by the end you're like, all right, I think I got it. I think that's fine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on let's just hit it and get it you know get it in there you know what i mean so like two take thing is just yeah perfect yep. no definitely yeah you're, I, you're playing every instrument yes wow yes Sick. It's, it's a lot of work it's a lot of work but um i mean i used to go home every day you know in seventh eighth ninth grade tenth grade i mean for years i would go home and play drums to my favorite songs and I got better at it. You know, the more I did it, you know, it wasn't like I was, oh, I'm a drummer. But I just loved playing. And, you know, of course, at the same time, I was singing. So I was really just drumming and singing all the time. So um, to be able to just focus on drums again is, like I said, if it's fun, you get better at it. The more you, the more practice even isn't even practice. It's just you're playing the, for fun. Yeah. And <clears throat> a lot of the newer songs are that I'm writing are very sort of funk, like psychedelic funk rock oriented too. So it's, it's just really, um, you can dance to it. You can vibe to it. You know, it just feels like a collection of everything I've done over everything I've done in my life to this moment. So it's yeah. great. So it's so cool. Do you remember the first time you met Nick, Justin? Uh, no, because it was, it was, uh, we were spending a lot of time right in the beginning. There was like, when I met him, it wasn't, um, I mean, he was really young, so it wasn't like a, uh, and I was a lot younger too, but it wasn't like, we, we just, it was all part of rehearsing, you know what I mean? Like, we were rehearsing for that first, I think was when we first met, right? Yes. Yeah. What, what, what was it? I'm trying to think of that. Was it the Christmas Was it album? a show? I'm not sure, because, well, no, you know what? You know, it wasn't, because I, I feel like that I might have met you, the first time I met you was when you came up and sang, it was either with Dashboard or Gridley. Yes. For one of the first times you came up with them, you were like 10 or At something Saranac. like that. Yeah, Saranac, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. That might have been the first time because, but then like when you, when you started working on the Christmas CD with us, it was like we were all working together so much that it was like, it wasn't like, I didn't feel like I was ever formally introduced to you really. It's just, we became friends. That's so true. You know what it's I mean? like, oh yeah, I'm Justin, I'm Nick, you know, yeah. it was never formal. It was never, yeah. it was never a formal introduction, but you know. I, actually, I, I was going to say this earlier, but um, we were backstage at Saranac and um, you might have had you step back. Actually, it was when we were both. It might have been guest guest performers for Dashboard. Yeah, yeah. And we were sitting in the back, and you were talking about um, at the time. You're like, "Oh, I finally mastered the um, the half voice for Africa." Yeah. And I remember that, like for the for the chorus. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, "Oh, that's that's great!" Like yeah. half voice, you know. So I was learning from you, like mm-hmm. all these vocal, you sure. know, things, you know, half voice, falsetto, mm-hmm. you know. So that was a memory that I, a That's conversation awesome. I can remember yeah. really well. Yeah, half voice was uh, something that it's it's once you <laughs> discover it, it's like, <gasps> mm-hmm. oh my god, that's incredible. You have to be super light with it, yeah. like delicate. Yeah, yeah. but my, now my half voice is louder than my full voice. I can actually I, I can actually sing my half voice louder than my full voice. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's kind of weird because I have to you're I, living in there now. Yeah, I have to, well, I have to teach myself <laughs> to back off. I mean, I still sing. I would say eighty percent of the night, um, full voice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. But the other twenty yep. percent, I have to I have to be mindful because where I would be right up against the microphone when I sing full voice, 
when I if I do anything where I have to go into half voice on, on backgrounds, I'm back here. Mm-hmm. The only time I'm here is when I, I sing uh, Easy Lover, the Philip Bailey part. Yep. I do that in half voice solely. That's all in half voice. And, uh, and I have to sing it like here because I'm so loud when I sing it. And it's so funny how mm-hmm. that happens. Like you, you know, you work so hard on something and that becomes the stronger of the two. So, yep. yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's amazing. Nick, how old were you when you played your very first gig? I was 12. You were 12? Yes. Yeah. And it was, um, shit, what show was it? it Might have been in like Cortland or something or Illion. Illion. Oh. That's my that's my hometown. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, oh, well, I can't even. Th- it's been so long. Sure. But um, yeah, it was with Intermission. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that was a band, and then you know, Sweet Vendetta was after that. Yeah. Um, Intermission. Didn't you guys play at the Stanley in the one room? Yep. On the, the, uh, on the side room there. On the side room, and then we played another um, right in front of the entrance, actually. Yes, but it was it was where, was it the one that I saw you at? You were on that other entrance coming in. Yes, that remember was, I'm uh, talking on that side. What was it, Toys for Tots? Yeah, it was yes. like something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember the that. Animals or something. How is the that when Screech that? was there? Yes. Yeah, Screech was. He there. actually yep. we shared the mic. He went. He went up and he's like, "Oh, you got pipes, dude." Like he said something like that. <laughs> he said something about pipes and and yeah. you know, yeah. I was like this hot. You know, sure. I was so short. Was yeah, yeah. Looking at the videos, it's funny. Oh my god, yeah. But yeah, that was amazing. I mean. It's crazy experience. I'm like, I'm at the Stanley performing, and this is Screech. Like, I used to watch that show. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, you're. It's so funny because you. I'm so happy that you have the parents you have because it yeah. may, you you insanely like like automatically all you all three of you guys have such a uh, an old soul about all three of you, the siblings, yeah. you and you and uh, and uh, and your sisters. They all yep. you guys all have that same like old soul personality. Like, mm-hmm. just and you know. It, I don't know your parents like what they what they how they brought you up is just just super cool, man. I'm not, grateful, yeah. yeah. It, it's amazing. It is definitely. They were all rocking out to get the lead out the other night. There was like a oh, yeah. whole Vanderwood family retreat, dude. The, the every, whole clan. every time, the yeah, whole clan every there. time the whole clan posts on Facebook, I sit there and go through the pictures, and I'm just like, man, you know, I wish like like I was there hanging out with them because you guys are so much fun. I love it. I absolutely oh. love it. So, <laughs> Great yeah. parenting, Barney and Michelle are gems. It, it, it's absolutely. always interesting. Yep. <laughs> Always interesting. Well, how about the best piece of advice Barney's ever given you? Oh, before oh, how about this? Um, before you start any dessert, put honey on the plate. You yeah, start, that's, you, you start sounds there. Like Barney, you start there with the honey on the plate, uh-huh. and then something will happen. Well, you have to have a plan, but. Honey on the plate. I was honey say, on the plate. If I put honey on the plate, I'm just gonna start licking it. Actually, <laughs> actually, believe it or not, honey on the plate is a direct reference from Barney's Quadrant in the song. Wow. I, I say that. Do you? Yeah. You might not know that. I was just gonna that. say that might be a good song name or album name or like. That's actually lyric. the first lyrics I say. I say, "Honey, honey on, on the plate. plate, now have the taste of Barney's Quadrant." Oh. That's awesome. Yep. I love that yeah. song. That's my favorite song <laughs> off that album, by the way. Oh, I'm glad you love that one. I That's do. such a it's oh man. It came up on my playlist yesterday. I was cleaning the yeah. house to, before the Super Bowl. And, yeah. And there it was. Yep. We made it in like thirty minutes. Did you? Know? you? Yep. It was a quick we're like, all right, what's let's, let's make this before dessert is ready. At Barney's Quadrant. Barney's Quadrant. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Now you did you have the, the same thing happen to you that happened to me? Like you went away for a while, like didn't go away, but like you were like out of the spotlight for a little while, like maybe mm-hmm. you know, get, getting the new bands going and stuff like that. And like I took a break, yep. Yeah, and you have, like, this vision of what Nick looks like in your head, you know? And I swear to God, it went from, like, this, like, almost bowl cut, 
little face, Nick. And then all of a sudden, he just comes out and he looks like, you know, Jesus with the long blonde hair and like singing like, ah, and I'm like, I'm going, who the fuck is that? You know, and they're like, oh, that's Nick Vanderwood. I'm like, bullshit. I mean, he was at least a foot and a half shorter last time I saw him. That's not even, that's not even fair. But yeah, did you have that happen to you or did you see him the whole way? Like, he grew right, up along, right before my eyes. Right along, dude. yeah. He did. I, yeah. We maintained that have a relationship throughout his teens that's so cool man because he was 12 years old playing at my club yeah um all the way through i i want to say both bands played at the ec right intermission and Right. You were always somehow involved. Yeah, with something. It was great. Right. And then uh, when Glen Street formed, I mean, we were right there doing sound for you and and setting up those animal jams and over at the Columbia. And then we were playing together with Street Rock. And so we've always had this relationship going on throughout his whole music career. Now I feel like now I feel like I suck because I I couldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like well, you're busy. I know. I know. I know. I'm busy. I know. You've been playing six times a week for over. I know, but I feel bad that I missed that. You know what I mean? Like, because I mean, but like, I I don't know. Like, you were the first one that like I feel like was coming up that was young, like I was coming up with all the other old guys. You know what I mean? It was like we were talking about that earlier. That like, um, you know, we kind of got started the same way. Like, as far as like being as young as we were, Mm -hmm. you know, I started with Joe and Jose when I was thirteen. So I mean, that I was already playing at bars then. You know, so yeah, it's just I mean, and you did the same thing, same situation, and uh, and. it's just it's it was awesome. It was awesome to spend that time with you because I mean, just he had the same looks on his face that I did when I was his age. You know what yeah. I mean? Like deer in headlights. That, wow, you know, yeah. like yeah. this is so cool. You know? Yeah, I'm still I mean, that way. Yeah, I think I am too. And I mean, like you know, everybody's like nobody gets what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's something about like most people will never get the opportunity to see what we see from where we see it. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's almost like an NFL football player, like in the Super Bowl. They'll never see. No, none of us will ever see what that looks like on yeah. the field and how that feels to them. You know what I mean? And I feel the same way being a musician and performing. Sorry, there's something going on in Frankfurt. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the bat phone. Yeah, that's the bat phone. Okay. Uh, so, you know, but, but like the same thing, I feel like the same thing as a musician. I mean, like we've played a lot of festivals, all of us. You know what I mean? That They're like, you know, cool festivals with like a lot of people and like even Saranax and like, you know, the Boilermaker that I did. I mean, nobody but us will ever be able to feel that. And like, yeah. I feel bad for people because the, the like. The pressure. I feel like, uh, we. I mean, we said this earlier, like yeah. something about the pressure, the, the high stakes situations. Like, yeah. oh, you're about to play in front of all these people yeah. and do all these big things at, at a young age. Like, sure. like, oh, how are you doing that? But like, yeah. there's something about that. It's like all or nothing. Yeah. And so you choose all. And, sure. and so you, I feel like you get your best performance that way. Yeah. So like, not only are you performing your best and people are kind of, they're seeing that. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're seeing like, holy shit, he's giving so much energy because right. he knows that this is like a high stakes thing. Sure, sure. And so growing through it at a young age, yeah. like you become obsessed with that. And oh, like, yeah. You, you, you sort of crave that, like that pressure mm-hmm. or that stress. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a comforting thing. It is a comforting thing. Absolutely. Because like you're, you're, it's almost like an anxiety mm-hmm. that you feel, but it's, but it's a good anxiety. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're just it like, it forces you, yeah. you know, and the adrenaline's always there. And it's like, you're almost at the level. Cause you know how much too, you know how like too much adrenaline can be bad, but I think I feel like that you're at that line the whole time. Yep. You know what I mean? You're at that line where like if you get any, if there's any more adrenaline being pushed in my body right now, I'm gonna just drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And that's the thing. And it's like you know, even even getting older, I don't jump around and run around like I used to, but I still feel like 
I still get amped up. Yeah, but yep. you got your moves. I do a little bit. You got bit. some Everyone's, moves. I've seen. I've seen while. some spins. Well, you know, I got to put a back brace on. I don't want to be like that. Though. No, I'm kidding. Real quick, too. By the way, happy 25th anniversary to Showtime. Thank you. Yeah, that a few was days just ago, a yep. couple days ago, no or way. last week, or something like 25 years. You imagine yep. that? February 8th. It's 25 25 years for Showtime. Uh, also, I mean, it was February, March that uh, Jose, Joe, and I played our first gig 28 years ago. Wow. Yep. So. That's amazing, man. Yeah. 20, that's an amazing feat. Like, I can't, well, as long keep, as I can't can, keep a band yeah. together for like two months. I mean, as long as we can keep <laughs> members, I mean, I don't see us uh, uh, stopping only because, I mean, if we if we were going to kill each other, we would have killed each other years ago. For so, sure. I mean, we're, we're, we're it's good. It's too late. It's way too late. It's too late to kill yeah. each other. We're totally like, like there's got to be like, I don't know. A, a brother like contract thing to happen, you know what I mean? We're like automatically brothers now after like ten years. You know? I think I've asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again. Yeah. Like, what's the key to that longevity? Oh, um, just you know, uh, realize in general that you all hate each other, and just <laughs> go with that. I'm just, I'm totally kidding. It's not. No, I mean, I, you know, I was going to kind of get it. It's, it's so funny because I was going to get into this like kind of like. The difference between a real musician and, and, and having passion for what we do is that, and, and hear me out for a second, okay? If you find somebody that is only doing this to meet girls, to, you know, get free drugs or get free booze, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what it's about. You know, like he was just saying, that feeling, that, that you know, the high is the adrenaline. Oh, that's, sure. you know, and I think, that, I mean, I really think that that's why a lot of big name acts and stuff got into drugs hardcore back in the day because they were chasing that feeling. You know, whenever you get, because, you know, we do it all year round. These guys will go on tour for two, three months, and then they're off. And if they're not recording an album, they're sitting down. You know, yeah, they got all the money in the world. They can buy a pool. They can do this. They can do that. But they're chasing that, you know, that feeling. You got to balance it. Yeah, Somehow, and, and like, unfortunately. yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> being that famous, drugs are there for you, you know, if you need them, and like to, to give them that, you know, that level of of feeling. But but I, anyway, I, I I'm totally off, getting off topic. But the like the way I feel about it is that all like the the women and the and the booze and all the fun times and the parties that all. Oh God, I'm sorry. Oh, some action going on in Frankfurt today, huh? Yeah, the bat um, phone's ringing off the charts. Yeah, it is. I apologize. Uh, the uh, I mean, all that stuff, like, if you want it, comes after. Like, you know what I mean? But you, if you're going out there and that's your number one focus, then I don't feel like that it's right for you because there's there's so much more involved. And, like, to be part of something, whether whether you write your own tunes, whether you're in a cover band, I mean, there's a lot of work that's involved. And, and if you really care, you know what I mean? If you really yeah. care, there's all that work involved. There's what you, you know, I don't know. It's 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 constantly striving to be the best that you can be every single day. Yep. You know what I mean? Realizing at the end of the day, you know, watch, I, I force myself to watch YouTube videos all the time of like 10 year olds that are shredding. Right. Because yeah. it's like, dude, fuck, I mean, I'm horrible compared to this 10 year old kid. Yeah, yeah. I have so much work to do. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I tell myself every night. You know what I mean? I'll watch something like that and be like, man, I love being humbled like that. It's so cool. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I just. It makes me want to get better. Yeah. Yep. You know. It's, it's, it's never ending. It's a constant job. It's a yep. constant work mm-hmm. at 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 your craft. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, like I said, all that all that other stuff, the fun parties and stuff, and the and the girls, that all comes. You know what I mean? But well, they, they probably realize early on, oh, this really isn't for me because right. I'm focusing so much on that that exactly what that, actually matters yeah. isn't you know. 
people aren't responding to it anymore right. because you're not putting the energy into sure, it. Sure, you know? exactly. Yeah. And plus, I mean, you know, being a musician, it's really tough to be in a relationship too because, like, mm-hmm. like I think that girls see all the partying and the fun times, and they don't realize the work that's involved and the amount of time that you're away. And the, you know what I mean? It's very, yep. it's difficult. Yeah, but it's not like that. Twenty percent of it, it's that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Really, oh yeah, I wouldn't even get it. Twenty twenty percent. Not even ten. No. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. Do. Believe me, it's not. But that one, rock and I think, roll yeah. lifestyle. No, you know, I'll, I'll actually no. like I'll cancel plans like to yeah. to like I have this idea, I have this freaking song in my head. Like I hear the whole thing, and I'm like, if I don't do it now, yeah, like you lose I, it. I'm not gonna have it again. And this is like when you really feel strongly about it. Yeah. Literally, I'll cancel plans for it. I'm, sure. um, I'm sorry, something came up tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm oh, gonna, I love. I love. I'm to, gonna be yeah. honest about it. Like it's yeah. it's something that like so that goes back to that. Yeah. That topic is some people just don't they don't have that moment that yeah. natural tendency to just right just create. Something. But it's it's a 24 hour work ethic. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It never leaves. You don't ever stop working at it. You know what I mean? And like. Um, it's so funny that you said you have to write it down if you have an idea. Um, <clears throat> when I was working for Apple, they they had this this big thing that came out with this music app thing that like if you had an idea for a song, you could just record it on your phone or it came with like a keyboard like on on your phone and so you could just tap it out like that, you know. And, but I realized, I mean, that's it's it's a cool concept, but I think to really to really develop a song when you write it, you have to do it then. Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to be the same. The energy. The energy is there to do it now. Yeah. So, I mean, if, yep. you, if you put it off, it's never going to be the same as if it would have yep. been when you, if you just stopped what you were doing and get it, get it done a, there. A lot of the songs that, I'll be, um, that I'm doing on the album with Jeff, um, those were all great examples where I just, like, one of the songs I did in two hours and yeah. I just finished it. Mm-hmm. Because I knew, oh, I'm not saving this for later. This is like, you feel the raw energy of the moment. It's yeah. like, sure, right now I don't have a verse and chorus, but I will. I will, because yeah. This this oh, shit, God, the, it's so cool. the foundation of it is fucking there, yeah. and this is this is killer. Like you believe in it so much that it's gonna happen. You yeah. sort of have to that have that mindset of like, I will have a song done however long it takes. Mm-hmm. I'll spend like two hours straight working on just vocal parts and you know lyrics and you know the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of the material on the album is uh, pretty much that work ethic. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm gonna do this now, get it over with, and. Yeah. Then, Go back to it the next day and listen to it. I don't want to dwell over it sure. for weeks. You know, yeah. what inspired this album? I think Barney's Quadrant. Duh. Barney's Quadrant. <laughs> be, being within the quadrant. Oh, that's a good question. Because um, it's it's a combination of years of work. Years it, 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 it's like, you know, things I put aside that weren't exactly Tramp Jet. They were more of like my thing. Yeah. My because I kind of have like a quirky, funky psychedelic mix and i know tramp jet kind of had that element but it, it i could tell when there were certain things that like really like like that's sort of my thing and i think the guys understood that too um so i guess a lot of it it's hard to say an inspiration really yeah it, it, i think i think i'm inspired by a lot of things it's it sort of i kind of grab pieces of this pieces of that and so it's hard for me to pinpoint one specific moment or thing you know i tend to do that with a lot of my work the cool thing too is not only is he a great musician and writes great music but he's a phenomenal artist mm. have you seen some of his artwork? yes <clears throat> oh, thank you. like that's his whole other realm and you're talking about like balance in life i i feel like your balance in life is music and art yeah and, and, I mean, and how do you counteract both of them 
it's really like I, I don't know. It's got to be quite just, similar, right? It's got to be similar. It's similar. Yeah. Yep. Actually, it's you know, a great creative outlet. Because you know, I, I I pretty much study design right now in, in SUNY Poly. Um, yeah. I'm doing a. It's communication design. It's pretty much animation, graphic design, cool. digital art, all that stuff. And I really pull from the traditional. Like I like to sketch, and it's very similar to making songs. You know, it starts off with like a vague general composition. It's not the details. It's just like, oh, I like the way that looks. And, like, I guarantee it. No, I, I'm <laughs> the, way I said, the way I said it was, was like, almost, like, too, like, I was making it. It was but, perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> so, like, it, it starts off as, like, a little sketch. And, like, sometimes, like, the first initial sketch is cool. And you're like, oh, I'm, okay, I'm going down that rabbit hole. And, like, the same thing, like, the drums and the bass. You know, that's a little sketch. And, like, that's the foundation. And then you can sort of, like tinker with the, the details of like the vocals and the guitars and mm-hmm. i sort of look at it the same way and um it, it just I, I get like lit up talking about it like even right now because mm-hmm. it's just so fun to do because they're two different things visual and uh, uh, you know audio but to me the, the work ethic is similar mm-hmm. and and to kind of grab from this end it's like oh i took what i learned from that and made it really unique because maybe no other artist did that and you know so i try to find different ways of like just creating and finding an end product. Like, how'd you come up with that? Sometimes, like, I don't even fucking know. Yeah. Like, it just just happened, yeah. you know? And like I said, a lot of it is because I wasn't, you know, thinking about what time it was. I wasn't thinking about, oh, I've got this to do. I was really just focused on whatever I was making. And that matters. That's the only thing that matters. You sure. Know? Mm-hmm. So. It's almost like an outer body experience when you're like, how did that happen? You don't yeah. even know. It just it's amazing. happened. Yeah. It happens to me often as well. Like, mm-hmm. It just, just happens. It's I don't remember I don't yeah. remember writing any of my songs. Like the pro, like a, the process. I don't ever remember. Like I remember what led up to it. Mm-hmm. And I remember what happened like, like after it was thing. over. But I don't remember like where I pulled a lot of the stuff I pulled. You it's know what like I mean? you were like, sleeping and yeah. you don't remember the dream. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Some, some, Every song you know, I've ever written like that. And that was, uh, I mean, I, I remember writing we, when we did uh, the Showtime CD at, uh, at, at when it was Castle, that yeah. seeing that, that space for the first time, that studio. And I know you remember the first time you walked into that studio and you were just like, I yeah. couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, has that thing. And like, for me, there's a certain amount of, of inspiration there that like I feel like writing a song every time I walk in there like and we came in with like five or six songs um, for that CD and the rest I wrote the music for the rest of it there in the live room just sitting Oh, you wrote you wrote it there. Yeah, I, I wrote. Said, oh, no I wrote like way. six of the songs there, five or six of the songs musically. I wrote there, whether it be on the piano, whether it be on the guitar. You know, just being in that live room I, for some reason it it just has this inspiration. Thing it pull, that happens. It pulls it out of you. Yeah, it, it absolutely does. The, the environment, you yeah. know, you surround yourself with things with just yeah. in a beautiful environment. And it You're sucks gonna... because I've been constantly chasing that since that happened, like just <laughs> to find something that, and and like I'm very connected to material things, like houses, like places I've lived in, like different places that I am. They're feeling that connection with that building. It was really difficult for me to find another building that I felt that inspiration like that for. So I, mean, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like yeah. places do that to me. So. Mm-hmm. We've got to yeah. give a shout out to some people watching over on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, shout out to Joe Town. Joe Town, same. Yeah. Thank you, Joe Town, for your support. What's up, the Borgia? The boys from Motorlord in the house. Rick Adams saying hello to you, Justin. Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's uh, he's the leader of Frankfurt, so I think everything's okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we're All good. Right. So That's he, why he's laughing at me right the now. Bat phone. He, yeah, so he's, he's, blo- he's the joke. one blowing up your phone right no, now? No, he's not specifically, but... Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, yeah, John Stevens is also saying hello to you, Justin. Yeah, as well, future so, mayor of Illion. I'm excited about that. If you guys are watching, and hi to. Tony, he's out there saying hello right now, too. If you are watching on Facebook, if you could do us a favor and click that share button. Also, shout out to Groovy, Uncle Groovy checking in yes. on the EC radio side of things. So thank you guys for, for chiming in. Today we're hanging with Nick Vanderwood, who's got a new music. Well, you got a single out right now. It's called Vacation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you got an album coming out. Do you have a projected date on when the album is going to come out? You know, not at the moment. I'm going to assume that I'll be done tracking in probably May. May or June. <clears throat> okay. Um, but I'm kind of the the way I'm going to release it will be a little bit different, and um, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna spend some time working on that. Um, cause I, I'm actually working on a little animation music video for one of the songs. Cool. Um, which takes time. Sure. So I'm I'm really putting you know I'm putting a lot of work into it, and I'm gonna let it come out when it when I feel it's time. Awesome. I, I don't want to be stuck on a date, but I also don't want to like spend Rush it. three years on it. Right, that can happen too. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm hoping maybe by the end of this year or beginning of next year. Um, but I definitely have like side projects, like little singles I could put out that I probably will um, pretty soon. So it goes back to what Adderman has taught you too: is like don't overthink. Mm-hmm. Yep, just do, just do, just yep. do, stay that, present. Mm-hmm. Laced up. For 4187 Gaming, same best local podcast ever. Love you guys. Thanks, bro. That's awesome. Speaking of which, we are in the hunt for a Sammy's Award. Yeah. Best music series. We find out category. tomorrow. Oh, we that's... find out tomorrow if we made it to the final four. Woo. And then uh, that's going to be a whole nother voting process. Yeah. It's like you vote for six weeks straight. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's, it's a lot. Can't we just vote once? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's, nuts, it's a though. fucking, yeah, it's a grind. It it's... is a grind. But I want to thank everybody for the support. People have reached out to me and like, oh, we're voting for you every day. Yeah. And so it's super cool. We got a lot of people that's got our back. So definitely. Thank you guys for everybody that has been voting for us for the Sammy's Award, and it, how cool would that be to go back to back? Yeah, man. And I know you're playing that night on March 4th, I'm but really I'm telling you, if, about it. if we win, knock on wood, if we win, I am coming to the harp, and it is going to be a fucking rager. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we got to go live. We should we'll go, go live, live from we'll, the harp. We'll go live. I don't we'll care record, if it's with our phones. We'll do stories. We'll be live on every social media platform I can come up with. Yeah, we're going to have the trophy. You're going to play slide guitar with the trophy. Yes, absolutely. Um, the whole thing, dude. We're going to come up with a new social media profile. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is going to be amazing. Do the podcast there. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, we can totally do that. But it's been super cool, man, for everybody. Everybody that has had our backs and supported it's been a ride. It's been like two years now. It's like crazy. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. So last year wasn't a fluke. No. <laughs> I thought maybe it was, but. Me too. I know. <laughs> uh, Nick. But what it, when did we start? March of 2020, right? So we're going to, it'll be a two-year anniversary, right? Yeah, we're coming up. In fact, we wow. got to start planning our, uh, our two-year anniversary party. Yeah, man. We need to plan that. Last year, didn't you play last year? I don't know if I uh, did. We had a whole bunch of people come no. to the studio. I know Moyer he was, was here. To play. Max came I, down. I don't, what happened? Schnitt oh. was here. Something happened. Uh, we had Cassidy played. Yep. We had a, that was a great lineup. It was fun. So we're gonna do something similar to that. You play this year. Yeah. What when is this? We haven't planned. We haven't yet. planned that yet. <laughs> it's gonna be in March. Listen, though. what'll happen though okay. is what'll happen is that uh, we'll probably call you on March 11th to be like, dude, March 12th, you gotta be here. All right, you good with that? All right. Because we just planned this like last night. We realized, it, and I was drunk, yeah. and I'm like, dude, we didn't plan that. <laughs> but we definitely gotta have our two-year anniversary. Yeah, party, man. definitely, man. 
Yeah, and then recently was the five-year anniversary of disruption on January 30th. Crazy. And now, I haven't been really been wow. around too much to even celebrate it, but normally we, before COVID, we do a big anniversary party and all that, but we got to figure that out and try to get something going. Yeah, man. We got to get it going. In fact, you played our anniversary party with Tramp Jet with Annie in the Water, yep. and uh, they did the Fleetwood Mac Rumors album from it, its that was, entirety. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot was of fun. A, that that was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. We packed the JCC. It was that a night. good show. Yeah, we packed mm-hmm. it. We put over 350 people in that place. It was a lot of fun, and people have been su- super supportive. So thank you to everybody that has been supporting Disruption Network from its inception all the way to present day. And it's been really cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a, lot a fun, of fun ride. It's definitely been a fun ride. Are you going to play any gigs when you come out with this album, or what's your plan with that? I'm actually, um, that's something I'm, I'm thinking about. I've been sort of brainstorming, you know. Not sure. Not sure yet. I'm I could sure. picture Nick doing like like he'd be in the center by himself, and then he would have pre-recorded holograms of him playing all the other instruments. I could mm-hmm. try that. I could be I cool. could make little uh, 3D animations yeah, of man. myself like playing the instruments of the song. Sick. Yeah. Would, yeah, I mean it, this, the album's a half an hour perfectly. So oh, that's great. It? Yeah, just a, yeah, it's pretty that's much a half great. an hour. So I, you know, I thought I'm like, oh man, maybe I could get some musicians together to learn this stuff. I mean, I have each. If people are willing to learn the parts, because, you know, that's, there's, I mean, it's not the hardest stuff. It's really just like, it's really just funky, like live, like fun live dance kind of stuff. But it also, (laughs) it also has that kind of, you know, chill back, you know, vibe for a second too. Um, But I, I, I don't know. I haven't really, it's not something I've dove a whole lot into, but I have thought of, I'm like, it'd be fucking great to play this live. Yeah. Cause I, I find that. As I get older, I'm becoming more of like a studio, like creator, like mm-hmm. behind the closed doors, you know. But like at the same time, like this would be so fun to play live. Yeah, man. It's like you know, like definitely so many years of playing live and feeling that energy, and yeah, you know, to see it, you know, to perform it, it's just that'd be the For ultimate sure. reality. So I'm not sure yet. You guys had some fun gigs back in the day. You guys got to play K Rockathon. Yep. That that must have been a lot of fun. And then playing uh down at downtown on Genesee Street with yep. Pop Evil. Oh, those I mean amazing. I'm so You had some really cool so gigs. So grateful back in the day. Yeah. for yeah. those experiences. Like it, it's I'm just so grateful for it, you know. It, I can't even believe it happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And playing uh, the Lost Horizon when you guys yep. won the Battle of the Bands. You guys won that, the Battle wow. of the Bands at the Lost Horizon. That, that was right. that Huge. was our favorite show. I mean, <clears throat> out of all of the shows we've ever played, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this was the last we've talked about it. We were like, yeah, that was our favorite because wow. it was just we didn't think we were gonna. I mean, well, we didn't think we were gonna win. We know yeah. we obviously wanted to go out there to win. Sure. But you know, to be going against other really great bands who are bringing just as much energy, yeah, you know, and to kind of bring your own and somehow win that was like, holy shit. Yeah, you know, sure, I, We man. couldn't believe it. I mean, we were we were buzzing for weeks and like, we couldn't, we're like, wait, we, we got to play the K-Rockathon now? That show was fucking great. You know, so amazing times. Like, again, amazing memories. So you've got to play Lakeview Amphitheater. You got to play at the Stanley, right? You got to play. You've gotten up and played with all the bands at Sarek. You've you've played pretty much every big stage I, in the I've, area. Yeah. I found a way. I almost yeah. like <laughs> sneaking into these places. Sure. Yeah. 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 Have you ever played with Showtime? Yep. Have you oh, guys yeah. done a collaboration before? The first, yeah. the first time we played, um, yeah, it was a Saranac. Might have been like 2013 or yep. 14. We brought you up. Didn't we do uh, uh, Your Love? We uh, Sunday morning, I think. We did Sunday morning. Yeah. One more. But I think we might have done Your Love. I think the we did. Yeah, we did. we did it in the original key because he could actually sing it. <laughs> you know, the time we were doing it, but we were doing it in B. 
Don't ask me to and sing it now. The original key is E. It's really weird. Don't ask well, me you to sing got, it now. Dude, you still got a pretty high voice, and I was just noticing that. Like, you got a pretty deep speaking voice. And, like, I was talking with somebody right. the other day uh, about how, like, you listen to guys like John Anderson from Yes. And when he talks, when he, he's in an interview, he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you, okay, well, that makes sense. That's why he can sing in the stratosphere. But then, like, somebody like you has got, like, you got, when you sing, you can hit a lot of these notes. You got great range up top. And, uh, and, but you have this low speaking voice, and it's funny, you know? It is. Like Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell's yeah. that way, too. Well, he was that way. Yep. Yep. He had this really low speaking voice, but he can hit the But there it goes the with the half voice again, though, you yeah, know? The half voice. <laughs> half voice, man. It's yeah. so deceiving. I'm, I'm still integrating that. Into, yeah. I'm still, you know. I, I've heard it, though. As much as, like, I know you've heard you definitely oh, yeah. probably heard it. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm definitely not at where I want to be. I'm, sure. I, my voice in general, I think I'm still... Um, I'm never happy with my voice. Yeah, I'm, I'm never happy. Way. I'm always like, fuck, man, like, <laughs> I've lost it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, to go from, like, I mean, puberty hit me hard. Sure. I mean, before that, I could sing anything. Anything you wanted to, yeah. But now, I'm. that's why I'm a, an original mm-hmm. musician, because I can sing my stuff, but when it comes to covers, it's like, oh, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> right, know? right, sure. So, like... I tend to, well, I also just love making music, too. So that's a plus. Thank God. Yeah, man. Because I can sing that shit. But, um, yeah. So I, I'm never really satisfied with my voice. I'm, I'm, you know, especially with the injury. I think that totally changed my everything. Are sure. you still doing vocal exercises every day? Yep. Yeah? Yep. I'm very, <coughs> I, I took, I kind of weaned off a little bit, but I, I have been very strict again. Yeah. You know, kind of. Every day, before I do anything, vocal exercise, you know, working out, you know, cold showers, Wim Hof method. (laughs) He takes cold showers. Nope. This this morning, yeah, I couldn't do it either. I tried once. I like, I got in the shower today, and I was like, you know, you ever notice like when you're not freezing, like where you're shaking, (laughs) but you're cold. Like you know what I mean? Like you're just brutal. I I can like feel it in my bones. I'm cold, (laughs) and I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. I'm like, yes. Yep. And then you spend like a half an hour in there, not because I have anything left to wash, but because it's nice and warm. It's so good. <laughs> this is amazing. My house was built in 1890, so I mean, I could go into the living room, and it could be 70 degrees. I can go into the kitchen, and it's 50. Yeah, mine too. You know what yep, I mean? It just yep. it's depends on what section of the house I'm in. So, what made you decide to take cold showers? I think it's it's a mental thing. Yeah. Like I I said earlier. When I'm in freezing cold water, I, I slowly shift it. I'm like, okay, that, oh, that's bad. Ooh, that's shitty. That's ooh, that's fucking terrible. And it gets, you know, the bar <laughs> changes. You know, which you get colder and colder. So I slowly get colder and colder. Oh god! I slowly get brutal. Colder. You're a heathen. Honestly, it's, holy it's, shit! For some reason, it's just easing into it. It's like a transition. You know? Oh my god! So I, I'm I, maybe I'm insane. <laughs> Apparently, I am. He's not fucking uh, human. Um, you know that, right? So, but the reason I do that is because like I. Once I get to that freezing cold and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I, I don't think about anything. I'm, I'm just in it. And then I open my eyes and I'm like, holy shit, this is awful, but I'm doing it. I'm here. And like you get used to it. It's the moment you are actually used to freezing cold water is the best moment ever. And I, I reach that high. It's sort of like a natural high to be able to stand there and just be in freezing cold water. And like I do it for like a minute and a half. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Not like five minutes. I'll start with like a warm, you know, normal routine, 
And then by the end of it, I see. Now I've heard that. Like I was just gonna make another joke. Like Nick Vander was a Buddhist monk in disguise, but you know <laughs> we'll save that joke for later. But that's so true. Because <laughs> I mean, like, but the true part is I've heard that before with like taking cold showers that it like it adjusts the way like it it wakes you up better than coffee. It makes yeah. you feel positive <laughs> when you get out of the shower, and yeah. you're and you're warmer mm-hmm. when you get out of the shower. You get out, than, you're warmer than you would be if you took a hot shower and got out. It's so true. I think the 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 how shitty it is in yeah. such a short period of time. Yeah, it, it makes up for all of just the rest of it. Yeah, the well, rest because like great. you're so happy that you got out of that miserableness in the shower that I, <laughs> nothing could get worse than it's that. Like, you know what? Point. I can fucking do anything today. Yeah, yeah like it's that feeling. Yeah, and, and I still and can't get myself to do it though. It's hard. I, I can't. You know, I'm. I mean, I'm not. Like, as much as I probably come off as a Buddhist monk, you know, the way yeah. I look and the way I'm talking. No, I'm saying, that it, like, it sounds like the Zen factor, though. You know it, what I mean? No, like, it, it really does. Factor. You know? it's, really. it's something that I think, you know, because I tend to be very up in my mind and always thinking, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can relate probably as a musician. Like, you're always thinking of ideas and yeah. you always think, it's always cluttered. So, like, sometimes it's just like, I need to wipe that slate clean and, like, meditation, cold showers just work perfect. Yeah. And, it, it, it's a nice balance. I can find a balance with that. I'm not yeah. too, you know, I'm not always busy. I'm not always, you know, I can kind of rest and meditate and, you know. So, like, before when you hit that coldness, do you let off this huge scream first and then, like, yeah, chill? Yeah, sometimes I'll let like, out. Uh, sometimes you know? I'll actually do, like, a little, like, jump. Like, I'll actually, like, as if I'm getting ready for, like, a basketball game. Yeah, sure. You know, you see, like, they're in the tunnel running out to the Yeah, floor. and they get ready. They're jumping, jumping up. Jumping, they're getting pumped. They're jumping. I, I do that, too. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> got to give a shout-out. And go. <laughs> we got to give a shout-out to Tony Lamazzo. Tony right? Lamazzo is the greatest ever. Well, he, he just sent a link on um, yep. the reasons to take a cold shower. So number one eases sore and aching muscles. That is a big reason for me. Yeah. Yep. I I have well. So you always think I, it, I, I hot have... showers would be that. You know. Would... Yes, but if I now this is because of my my back injury right now. And I don't mean to cut you off, but but the heat because since my back was already inf- inflamed, heat is bad because it keeps your inflammation. Whereas if you put ice or coldness yep. on it, it brings down the inflammation, yep. which is. In a sense, helping your body. When they say the ice it, like if if you get a cut or um, an injury anywhere on your body, yeah. and you immediately ice it, the healing it heals so much quicker. Sure, sure. So much, I've noticed it. Like any, if I don't ice it, it's gonna hurt for the next couple of days or something. You know, whatever it is. Number two, it helps your central nervous system. Yep. It can also improve your reaction time and explosiveness in future workouts. Is mm-hmm. that true? Yeah, because yeah. I did it before I went um, to work out today. <coughs> yeah. It yep. limits your inflama- uh, inflammatory response, mm-hmm. uh, decreases the, f- the effect of heat and humidity. So I can imagine, too, like it's probably less to towel off because think about summertime. You're taking a hot shower, you get out, uh, and you sometimes sweat the second you get out of that shower. Oh, yeah. yep. so, huh. That's why I, I always take cold showers in the summer. That's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm, I'm always sweating my face off in the summer. I'm yep. Oh, it's horrible. I'm freezing in the winter. Sweating my balls off in the summer. It's horrible. <laughs> yep. Hence, not rub. <laughs> it comes back. Shit. Use it promo code back. members only for 15% discount. <laughs> also, trains your vagus nerves. What's your vagus nerves? It, it, uh, I, I, I've, I've read a lot about this. Okay. Um, it, it, like, lines. I'm pretty sure it lines the aorta. It's, like, right in the middle. Did you say vagus nerves? Vagus. Yeah. Oh, vagus. I thought you were talking about going to Vegas and, like, it's going to help you win yeah, or something. Yeah, you'll go to Vegas yeah. if you do this. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> if you take a cold shower... You will be in Vegas. Be in Vegas. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it, it's it's sort of similar. It, it ties into your nervous system. And, like, for me, someone like me personally, like, I, I have a very, like, you know, 
I, I have chronic inflammation too. Like I, I, ha- I deal with that. So when I, when I see the effects of cold showers and how it really lo- like lowers that inflammation response, I see it happen. I, I feel it. It's like this shit works, and then I continue doing, and it just I feel better. So, yeah. a buddy of mine does it a lot, and he told me, you start your day off. It's the worst part of your day. Yeah. By starting that off, then anything he, everything's golden and gravy after that. You take a cold shower during the day or in the morning, and then the rest of your day is perfect because nothing is worse than taking a cold shower in the morning. Right. Yeah. That's what he says. Huh? Uh, there's some side effects, too. Oh, this is side effects of, of ice baths. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Uh, people with diabetes got to be careful. Mm. Maintaining core temperature during extreme temperatures changes, um, hypothermia, whatnot, stuff like that. But uh, wow, interesting stuff. It, it does a lot, and it's just literally the fact that you're just doing it for a minute or a minute and a half. Yeah. You're like, okay, I can put up with that. Yeah. And, and you get used to it each day. It gets easier and easier, and you go sure. longer, longer naturally. Sure. And Barney's saying it's good at draining hot water tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, probably you use less water because how long do you take a shower for now that you're using cold shower? Well, you're so, taking a cold shower. Well, I, you know, it might, it might honestly be the same. It, it might be the same just because I start with warm. I do a normal routine, and then when I'm about to get out, I, I just turn it all the way cold. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And uh, Marshall Riffler, Justin, as dudes, as dudes get older, we can't control our temperatures anymore. That's true, man. That's a true story. That Yeah, <laughs> that's in reference to me sweating constantly. You, you run summer. hot, huh, bro? Oh, big time. You run hot. Only in summer, though. In the winter, I'm, I'm freezing all the time. Yeah. 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 I tend to be really cold, too. Yeah. Mo- most of the time. Yeah. So why not try to get used to it by... Exposing yourself more to it, you know, <laughs> more adapt to the cold. I mean, today's a cold day. Yeah, right? it's like nine yep. degrees outside. I'm sure it's not that cold to you. It, it, it's weird how it changes your perspective of being cold. Mm-hmm. Like, there, I, I know the feeling of going outside, being cold, and being like, "Shit, this sucks." Mm-hmm. But like, when you kind of when you start doing these showers, you 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 go into it with like a, "Oh, this is no different," and you sort of you feel different. And yeah, you, it's all an illusion. You, you like, train you, in your brain. You, literally, everything you believe in or anything you do is is just like a mindset you you go into. And like, if you change it, it change. It, obviously, it's an illusion. It you know, it's sure. Hard to explain, but this conversation was the furthest thing from my mind is what we were going to talk about today. Absolutely. I think we'd be talking about cold cool. showers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can be, you can hear anything here on uh, Local Music Monday. Anything. Yeah. Nut rub, cold showers. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. You should use the ball wash next time you take a cold shower. Yes. The should ball I? wash. Yeah, the little ball charcoal wash. action. Yep. I, I got to try this. The it's charcoal amazing. action. <laughs> It's it's good stuff. Dude. I'm still waiting for that life. sample. I got to talk to these guys, man. Yeah. I talk about them more than they talk about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. So hopefully soon you'll be interacting your art with your music. We'll see some live videos out there from you. Yep, I'll be trying to bring those together for sure. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Me yeah. too, man. Me too. It's fun. <laughs> I love doing it. It's you know I don't care where it goes. Yeah. I, I because it's just I love doing it and. That's yep. That's it's, it. You got God-given talent, my friend. Hell yeah! Oh, thank you. Do you, you got thank God, you. and you could check out all his art on Instagram. What's your Instagram page? Oh yeah, it's um, Vandy Graphics. V a n d d y. Uh, so I, I think one uh, d. So V a n d y. Oh. Okay, gotcha. Vandy Graphics. Vandy Graphics. Yep. Incredible work mm-hmm. you do. I'm looking thank it up you. right now. Thank you. Yeah. I can't yeah, believe give, I didn't yeah, give me follow. Oh, cool. 
Give him a follow. Check him out. He's got some really cool stuff up there. Yeah. I was thinking about posting some more, too, because I've been doing a lot in school that I haven't been sharing. So I've just been building up a big, you know, portfolio of shit, you know. Jeff's calling you Vanderslice. Is that his nickname for yeah, you? That's, yeah, Vanderslice. Vanderslice. You know, it's my, it. my, uh, my history of meat cutting. <laughs> that's right. I'm a meat cutter. Do you still have that job or no? I do, yeah. Do you? Well, uh, at Hannaford, actually. You're at Hannaford's? Part, part-time. You know, I, I, you know, You're I, a butcher. I, I'm a certified... Well, they call it meat cutter now. Okay. They don't call it butcher anymore? I mean, I guess... I mean, maybe after the, after naming so many serial, serial killers with the name butcher in it, they probably should stop probably. that. Probably. You wear so many hats, dude. Dude, I can't <laughs> believe that you, you're a meat cutter, if butcher, you, if, whatever. If, like, with, what you do with your hands, though? Yeah, well, you know, I, I've... Re, what I, so, it's a perspective thing. Okay. When I, when I cut, I, literally cutting to me is, is literally avoiding your hands. Just uh-huh. do everything. Just how, how do you cut? Just avoid your hands. Just in. Just you'll you'll, do, yeah. you'll be fine. You know. Then the rest comes in. You know. Then you can figure out how to cut. Yeah. It's interesting, but I I've cut myself plenty of times. Yeah. You know, some pretty serious. Um, oh. So I've learned. I've lived and learned, and it, I do think about it though. It's definitely not something I want to you know go into full time because. But it's something you could fall back on. I could fall back on. Yeah. And, and I've gotten good at you know. You know, I've just gotten better at it. Have you, you know? ever written a song about being a butcher? You know, write a song. You got to write a song. Cut I me. don't think I've ever cut. I, I think cut I, me. I, in my brain, my brain has separated it. It's just like yeah. you, you do that there, you know, to support this, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, gotcha. sure. Um, I, I might have to do that. An Iron Maiden type of tune, the butcher. <laughs> yeah, you know. I don't know. Maybe your dad can write the riff. The butcher in parentheses cutting meat, not cutting, but cutting meat. Cutting meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cutting meat. <laughs> okay, now we're doing now we're doing Iron Maiden with a little bit of guar in there. Yeah, you throw raw meat at the crowd at your next show. Make sure it's all bloody. Marilyn Manson did that actually. Yeah. He went to a but- do you know that story? He went to a butcher shop in New York City and like he got all old meat. It, oh, it was it was it, so gross. And and he brought it to the show and threw it at the audience. <laughs> Nothing says I love my fans more than throwing rotten meat at them. Every, the whole place is covered in blood. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, yeah, terrible. someone told me that story actually was, um, well, affiliated with the band somehow. Um, I, I don't know really what he was a part of, but it's a story I've heard through several sources. Yeah. Hysterical. Nick, man, this has been a great conversation. Yeah. I love when you come in. We always get so in depth. Even before you showed up, Justin, him and I always have these heart to heart, life changing conversations a lot. Well, and I felt like that with all those would have kept going if, if we didn't if we didn't come to hear what it would just kept going like with those conversations. Talking about then, the meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that's I just I, I love talking to you know, if we're talking about anything, I love just Let's go into it. Yeah, let's, if we're going to do it, let's, you know, let's dive in. Yeah. Like, you know, shallow waters. It's like, yeah, I can tell a little bit about it, but yeah. like, especially things that we do for a living and we love to do and spend so much time doing. Yeah. yeah. Like, you might as well, like, because people can relate to it. And I think, uh, even though not everyone's a musician, yeah. I think you can grab a lot of it in, in your own life. Yeah, sure. Know. So, like, what are you, other than, like, you know, listening to, um, you know, tracks of what you've recorded and stuff and, you know, making sure that you like what you're listening to. What is in, like, we used to say what's in your CD player, but now it's like, what What are you listening to on Spotify right now or, like, Apple Music? Like, what are you, what are yeah, you, what are you I, listening to right now? I'm all over the place. Um, 
sometimes I don't even know what I'm listening to because I'll be doing something and it'll just be playing. Yeah. But a lot of times I'll be like, oh, what was that? I'll like that. I'll like that. Sure. Because um, I actually use YouTube music. It's it's similar to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I think one of the mainstays is, is I mean, of course, the Beatles, Zeppelin, Sabbath. Yeah. It's always the classics. Sure. Um, but you know, I actually I've been diving a little bit more into hip hop. I, I like uh, I just I love Andre three thousand. Yeah, man. Outcast is just yeah. his, his charisma and character. I relate to. I love that. Sure. Um, Crumb. A lot of psychedelic stuff. Um, psychedelic porn crumpets are a great band. Um, oh, great name. <laughs> what a name, right? Love it. I knew you'd like that name. <laughs> you know, I like weird names. <laughs> and they have their one of their songs. A great one is um, "Found God in a Tomato." Oh. I love that name. I like it. <laughs> They're great in names. It's awesome. So and and they've got like this like like eighties like it sounded like a, a more like a harder rock Chili Peppers from the eighties for some yeah. reason. Um, but yeah, that's one band. Uh, Radiohead. I love the soft psychedelic stuff, but then I really like the hard heavy metal stuff like <laughs> Tool, Tools, uh, Black Sabbath, um, System of a Down. Um, yeah. I always go back to those bands, you know. See, they're all classic, like, bands from when we were growing up, I think. You know what I mean? It, like, man. to see, how, you know, a young kid like him, like, you know, that must bother you a lot, though. Like, being called the young guy, like, stuff. I feel bad that he's I can say He's a young guy, that. but he's an old soul. I, I he's an old care. soul. Like, yeah. like that, makes, that makes me, like, so happy. Well, I don't so really care, happy. though, because, like, I kind of like, you yeah. know, the fact that, like... I come off as like the young guy who doesn't know much, but, but like... that's cool though. When I was, I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, you, when you were growing up, you were you were talking to all your all your friends in school about Zeppelin and about like all the stuff that your dad grew up listening to, and then like yep. like when I first started, I was I was talking to my friends about, oh my god, do you know who Roy Orbison is, dude? That dude's sick, man. Like he's great, pretty woman. You never heard that song? And they're like, "You're a fucking idiot." And yeah, I'm yeah. like, "What do you mean? Like, yeah. what? Do you, what? Oh, I, I, so I don't like Nirvana. Give me a fucking break, you know?" Oh yeah, they're, they're the same time. You know, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I like you know I like Nirvana now, but I I didn't when it was coming out because I wasn't listening to that shit then. Was, yeah, I'm listening to Poco Harum, you know, like 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 '60s mm-hmm. shit, and got into '60s psychedelic for a while, and you know, and then I kind of like moved up from there, and I think that you kind of followed that same thing, pretty where you, much, you know. It helps you dive into other. Is there any you know, new bands out there that you're listening to, Justin, or no? Are you still that, that I'm listening on the to classics? Well, it's tough. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I'm on the classics, but then like I I go back and forth. Like I still listen to Matchbox Twenty a mm-hmm. lot. Rob Thomas, I just think he's an incredible songwriter. Like it's just I'm like on that that kick right now. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I. Uh, what I did was uh, when I listened, when I first got really heavy into Toto, I listened to the whole Toto catalog, right? And then I started to find because uh, Lukather wrote a book, and so in the end, you see his disog- discography and all the all the things he. And this is like thirty-five pages of stuff he's recorded on. So I started like making a playlist of everything he's played on or recorded or written, and then I just started listening to all those tunes. Like there's so many that you know, you know, and it's like, oh my god, I forgot about that song. Cool, I forgot about that song. And what a like. A cool playlist, you know, and you go back to thinking about how those guys in L.A. Uh, used to do it back in the 70s, and they all used to go into the studio, and they never knew what they were going to record, yep. and they had to write stuff on the spot, and it's like... The pressure. Yeah, the pressure, exactly. You and like the best shit on the spot. You could almost hear the anxiety and the pressure and that energy on all those older tracks like that, so that's what I've been doing yep. recently, you know. Uh, and I think having... I think the um, the technology at the time, too... Yeah. 
I think forced you to make better shit. You had to nail it. it that was it, yeah. yeah. Like that's why why all those guys were always hired back because it, in one or two takes they'd have it. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking uh, Eddie Van Halen, uh, perfect example when he did. Uh, um, uh, uh, What's the Michael Jackson song? Do, 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 do. Beat it. Beat it. Thank you, Jeez. Yep. I, kept, I kept thinking. Never mind. So beat it. Quincy Jones, he actually hung the phone up on Quincy Jones three times because he didn't believe it was him. Yeah, right. He hung up the phone. Like, and then finally, like, Quincy's, like, assistant had to call him and be like, Eddie, don't hang up. That was really Quincy. And he's like, oh, man. He goes, I thought it was somebody pranking me. Like, whatever. Can you come in and play this solo? Mm-hmm. And so he comes in and do the solo for Beat It. And he goes, well, let me listen to it and make sure I can get, you know, the right sound I need. And he had just dialed his amp in or whatever. And he did this solo and, like, you know, just kind of was messing around with different things and doing some tapping and warming up his fingers and stuff. And it got to the end. And Quincy's like, that's perfect. Thank you so much, Eddie. He's like, whoa. He's like, I did that wasn't the take, man. I was just fucking around. And, and he's, he's like, no, like, we're good, dude. See ya. You're good. He was literally in the studio for five minutes. They, they, they used what he didn't even they know used he was what, recording. No. Yeah. And they, they used it. And that's what, that's what a lot of those guys, they would just take their takes from, like, their practice. You know I what love I mean? that. Yep. Me too. You know, Stevie Ray Vaughan, when he played on um, uh, uh, David Bowie's record there. Yeah. You know, Stevie Ray Vaughan just, just jamming at the end, and they kept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, why, why bother? What, what else are you going to do that's, you know, it's... Yeah. Then you start. That goes back to overthinking. Yep, exactly. Overthink. Whatever comes naturally is probably yep. the, the truest it will ever be. The truest, absolutely. Yeah. And it still goes that way. And that's it's funny how people work with Pro Tools and Logic mm-hmm. and stuff. Where it's so much easier to cut and paste now. Like back in the day, you had to you know slice the tape and oh my tape it together and do all that. You know, it's a process. Yeah. So definitely a process. You know, nailing that. So and, and especially about how much uh, tape degraded too. I mean, like if the more you record over it, the more you play it, the more mm-hmm. it degrades. You know. And then uh, you, I, you might have been too young for cassettes, right? Are you too young? Well, I, definitely, but I, I've, yeah. I've learned a lot about it. Yeah, I know? mean, like cassettes, it was cool because, like, you could always tell who listened to, like, cassettes the most because it would, the cassettes would turn clear because all the be tape, it would, it would all, like, fall off, like, in flakes. Yeah. And then it would just be a clear piece of tape <laughs> straight across, <laughs> yep. you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> right on, fellas. Listen, I got to bounce. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. man. No, no, it's all good. I'm it's, sorry. It's yeah. all good. I didn't inform we, dude, we you can on totally my schedule. just keep talking. I know. Man, I, so love I, love I know, and I love when Nick comes in. But when the album comes out, you'll be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah, sure. And for in sure. fact, we should get you <clears throat> playing on our uh, anniversary party, yeah. too. We, we used to be oh, obsessed with not repeating guests, but I don't even care anymore. It's like I yeah, just, there's so many people I just want to have back and just yeah. come and hang out. There's so much more to talk about. Because we're all friends. We're all friends. We all hang out. catching up with old friends. It's not always about music, as you can see. We talk yeah. about ball cold, washing and cold showers, cold showers, and, 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 yeah. and yeah. Uh, Zen Buddhas monks and Stevie Ray Vaughan and <laughs> Toto and it's great. I got two bands that I'm obsessed with right now: uh, Bad Omens. Okay. And I love Aaron Jones. Are you listening to Aaron Jones no. right now? It's uh, Soul Grunge. He's nice. from Seattle. Soul Grunge. Yeah, Soul oh, Grunge. dude, he's killing it. It's it, like so badass. In fact, I'll play you some stuff yeah. once we get out of here. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, curious. Thank you, Nick, so much. How can people check you out online? Oh yeah, just um, you can find. Just type in Nick Vanderwood. I, I actually have a new Facebook page, Nick Vanderwood Music. You can like that. Um, my personal is just Nick Vanderwood. Um, but pretty much any music platform, you'll. Type in Nick Vanderwood, you'll see some stuff I've released in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently, Little Vacation and um, 
uh, YouTube, I, I have that little vacation music video up as well. Yeah. So well done, brother. Just search my name. Well done. So thank you. Much love to you, bro. I love when you come in, and uh, I love watching your growth and the and where you were to where you are now. It's it's amazing. And thank you. You know, you're one of those friends, and I'm proud to say that that's my buddy, right? Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> so thank you, man. Thanks for coming in. Thank you to United Auto Sales, EJA Moving Services, Joey's at 307, Billy the Liquor Guy, Utica Coffee, Saranac Brewery. My attorney, Dave Longaretta, and BallsyBallWash.com. Use promo code MEMBERS only for 15% discount. Justin, you, where are you this week? Uh, this week, tonight, Gary Johnson and I are playing at uh, Fratello's oh, cool. from 6 to 9. So that was uh, kind of like a last-minute thing. Um, and uh, let me see. Thursday, um, the, the law offices of Johnson, Rossi, and Smithson I love that. will be at Dick Smith's. Uh, and uh, Friday, Showtime Trio at One Jenny, and we're off on Saturday. So Wow, yeah, Saturday and off. Ooh, look at that. That yeah. never happens. No, but I, I, I love it when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different thing, feeling, you know. You need a break. Usually, like, a like a pitch night ensues. I stay up till, like, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. I get way too drunk because I'm like, I'm never going to have this again. <laughs> you know, so. I love it. You guys, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Next week on uh, Local Music Monday, Isaac French coming back. Yeah, yeah my man. Man, Isaac French. So you guys have a good day. Later. Looking to sell your vehicle? Contact the United Auto Wholesale Team. We'll buy it. Old or new? Car, truck, SUV, van? Call to set up an appointment. Then stop in, make the sale, and get instant payment. Sell your vehicle to United Auto's Wholesale Team. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to contribute and help with the cost of the producing this podcast, you can hit our virtual tip jar on Venmo at XYTODA. Please subscribe on all our podcast platforms. Follow, like, and subscribe All Things Disruption Network on social media. And visit our website, disruptionnetwork.net.